0: Welcome to another episode of Go-To-Market Fridays with me, Anup Kumar. Today, we'll be talking about good to market Fit. I'm sure everyone here knows what a product market fit is. And I would also argue that not everyone really understands how do you actually measure a product market fit. I've spoken to some leaders, and unfortunately, I sometimes get answers like, we just closed a $5 million deal, and you know we're following up with a $3 million ARR deal and another $1 million ARR in the pipeline. And other responses also include something similar along the lines of revenue. I would argue that revenue is a terrible indicator for a product market fit. Generating revenue with a few deals could mean that you probably have a good message market fit, or you have an exceptional discounting tactic um, where the customers just can't ignore you. Maybe you have an amazing customer success team who provides a white glove approach to every customer. Um, and they're probably impressed by it, and they've signed the deal with you. I highly recommend, you know, reading hacking growth by Sean Ellis. Uh, in this, he really talks about kind of the magic number, which is uh, 40%. You know, Companies that struggle to find growth almost always had a forty percent users respond as very disappointed. Uh, in short, it means that you know forty percent of the customers say that they would be worse off if your product did not exist. This is great, but this model is a lagging indicator. Uh, what companies need is a leading indicator for product market fit, something that you can observe on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis to say if you really have a product market fit. Some great examples that I've seen across the board are Slack, you know, Slack is a good example where if 70% of customers send 2000 plus team messages in the first 30 days, then there is a product market fit. A Dropbox is another one where 85% of customers upload one file in one folder on one device within the first hour. Then you have a product market fit. A HubSpot, 80% of customers use five features out of the 25 features in the platform within the 60 days. With product market fit, we look at customer retention as... Kind of the primary goal. And mostly this applies to early adopter customers. The product management team, the business development team should work together on this. And when I say early adopter, I don't mean early in terms of time. I really mean early in terms of adoption. This phase could be as short as a few months or could be as long as a couple of years until you've really hit the product market fit. Alright, we're halfway through and I still haven't talked about go-to-market fit. So what is a go-to-market fit? Isn't it the same as product-market fit? No, it's not. Go-to-market fit is about acquiring and retaining customers consistently and scalably. Go-to-market fit is all about scalable unit economics. Go-to-market fit's target market is you know, early majority of customers and the playbook should be codified and it should be scalable. The business development team should do most of the work to get the go-to-market fit work along with maybe a select group of sales champions. Um, Having a dedicated business development team along with a small group of sales specialists will definitely help in the go-to-market fit phase. This work should ideally lead to the development of, you know, sales playbooks, campaigns, demand gen collaterals, and everything else that goes into making things scalable. If you see that you have to start involving engineering team and or the product management teams for most of the opportunity, then I would argue that you don't yet have a go-to-market fit. Maybe you have a product market fit, but not necessarily a go-to-market fit. The primary reason, you know, you are involving engineering or product management teams is really for two reasons. One, it could be that the business development teams or the sales teams don't yet have the competency to sell the product or position the product on their own. Or there are requirements that keep coming up outside of the norm of what a product can offer and the product manager engineering teams is really there to help figure out alternatives, talk to the customer about roadmap, sell the customer, sell the product based on the roadmap of the product and until you've until you stopped involving those teams on a regular basis with the opportunities, you don't yet have a go-to-market fit. One of the critical things I also want to talk about is pricing. A critical aspect of the go-to-market fit phase is pricing. In a product market fit, pricing doesn't really matter. I'm probably saying this wrong, but the reason I say pricing doesn't really matter is because almost every deal is a custom pricing deal. You have the entire product management team and, you know, p people making pnl decisions involved in this so it becomes a custom pricing deal the pricing model has to be the right for the go to market fit phase and this is important aspect of getting past this phase you know this will ultimately lead to growth fit phase where the goal is the revenue growth rate if you see yourself doing a ton of custom pricing deal then that is also a very good indicator that you're probably not yet in the go-to-market fit phase. No, you, you're probably getting there, but you're not yet there in the go-to-market fit phase. It would be wrong for me to suggest that revenue does not matter until you hit the go-to-market fit phase. That's definitely not what I'm suggesting. Revenue is, of course, an important... I would argue a very important um, in in the phase that you're in right now and to hit to the go-to-growth fit phase. But trying to use the models and data of revenue from product market fit phase to project the growth rate of go-to-market phase isn't very logical. It's most likely a guessing game than a real proper growth model. Uh, you will likely try to fit a model than actually try using the model to kind of project the growth rate itself. So that's a quick primer into go-to-market and versus product-market fit. Um, The Crux takeaways, if I were to say the top three takeaways would be, one, in go-to-market fit phase, you need to Think about things being scalable. That is the only way you have really achieved go-to-market fit phase. Two, if you start involving your product teams or your engineering teams in majority of your opportunities, you're not yet in the go-to-market fit phase. You need to go back to the drawing board, figure out what your product market fit is, and then mature yourself to a go-to-market fit phase. And number three, pricing is extremely important in a go-to-market fit phase. And you need to have a pricing in such a way that the sales teams can go and close deals at whatever is the approved level of discount without having to do custom pricing deals. It it could mean really two things. One, your pricing is completely out of whack. Or it could mean that you don't necessarily have the right dimensions for the pricing itself. So those are kind of like the three key takeaways of go-to-market fit and product-market fit. We'll talk more about this in a future podcast, but for now, I want to say thank you and we'll speak to you in the next episode. Have a great day.